Go beyond the superficial. Go beyond the noise. And Hype delivers business knowledge gained from developing and manufacturing hundreds of products, working with high-growth entrepreneurs from all over the world. Focus skills and passion into innovative ideas. Take control. Become the engineer of your own life. Transform product ideas into business realities. This is End Hype. Transform product ideas into a business reality. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype. I want to get into something really important to me, a really core piece of how we market products, uh, how we grow product businesses, something that is absolutely different than what everybody else is doing. And I'm going to talk about a topic that is it's very popular, and I see it misused every single day. We're going to get a little bit more into the marketing end of product launches and product businesses because I see this pattern over and over again where people that are really, they're just advertisers. They called themselves digital marketers, which they're not. They're ad buyers. They're Facebook ad peddlers. And that market has become so saturated. They've moved over to e-com. They've moved over into my universe of helping people grow product businesses and they're now they're e-com specialists. So they were digital marketers and they're really just Facebook ad buyers. I don't think they know anything about running physical product business. They don't know anything about logistics. They don't know anything about manufacturing or finding suppliers, working with partners, building teams, running inventory, do, doing anything like engineering, testing, quality control. They don't know any of those pieces, but all of a sudden these digital marketers are e-commerce Specialist. Now, I'm not trying to just throw a ton of shade on digital marketers because I know some of the best in the business and I trust their opinion and rely on the advice that they give me and the information that they give me every single day. But I'm talking about those edge cases that they just look and they sell tactics to the market. They sell tactics or slivers of slivers of tactics to you, to the entrepreneurial community. And then they pretend like those are miracles, that those strategies will change your life and they won't because they're an incomplete system, right? They're one side of a two-sided system or they're one element of a complex system that has many working parts. And what we're going to talk about in this episode is one of those pieces. So we're not going to get into Facebook ads. Maybe I'll bring on somebody to talk about that who's much smarter than I am. We're going to talk about influencer marketing. This drives me crazy because everybody's heard stories about social media influencers. Hey, this celebrity posted a product and the sales went wild, right? This company used content creators to market watches, clothes, supplements, makeup, whatever. It's this hot, again, this easy button. Oh, if I just use influencers, I can use their audience. My product sales will go through the roof. So I just want to use that. I want to find one of these platforms. I want to hire a bunch of influencers or maybe micro influencers. That's the ticket, right? Or maybe high-end celebrity influencers. Oh, maybe that's the ticket. Look, that is just implementing this surface level tactic. If you really think that it's as easy to grow your business as going on one of these meat markets online, paying somebody $500 to post to Instagram, everybody would be doing that. It would just work across the system. Then it wouldn't be any good anymore. I want you to be cautious. Everyone is really curious. The smart people are a little bit cautious as well. 
So the strategy that we're going to talk about in this episode goes far beyond paying people to post ads because that's what they are. You're paying people to post ads on their feed to their social media audience. This episode is going to break down how to find the right collaborative partners, how to pitch them a unique opportunity, something that actually benefits them and benefits you, and how to have a successful product launch using collaborative launches. So I use that term because I'm distancing myself from all of these fake gurus, fake marketers, and charlatans out there that are selling influencer marketing as an easy button. First off, why does influencer marketing work? Let's talk about this. Let's set a baseline of understanding. It's pretty simple to understand why it works is because to sell, we need to have that know, like, and trust factor built in. People have to see our content. They have to know us at a certain level that they trust us to move forward. We need to have access to that audience. We need to have somebody actually listening to us. And if you're just starting, that's very difficult. You'll have to pay for that. You have to pay for that access. You're not just going to post twice on Instagram and have a huge audience. Everybody's going to love you and want to buy whatever product that you're shilling this week. Influencers, people with followers, they have an audience. You are paying for advertising, right? You're paying for advertising on social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, wherever. And again, people pretend like paying for ads is a marketing strategy. It's not. It is a tactic for getting traffic and traffic to do what? Into what? It is It is not even a little piece of what a real marketing strategy or marketing campaign would look like. It is a traffic mechanism. Influencer campaigns simply bring your product launch to a targeted audience of customers. That's all is, hey, this influencer, this person is reasonably similar to what I think people that might like my product is, or they have a lot of, they have a lot of people that follow them. So if I give them my product, those people will see it. That is the rationale. And we're going to get into the finer details of why this doesn't always work because the pushback that I hear over and over again is that influencers are overrated. Maybe people have tried, they've paid for that post, they've paid the $50, the $500, the $5,000 or $50,000 for somebody on Instagram or one of these other platforms to post a couple of times to their audience and then they didn't see that lift. They didn't see a change in their actual sales, which totally makes sense to me because There's no reason why just because somebody may look like a customer that you want and that they have customers that you think that you might like, that they're going to see your product and fall in love and make that jump of trust in that person to trust in your brand and then execute on it. That barely makes sense. And in the world that we live in right now, we kind of already know that that's an ad. Everybody knows that that's an ad because it is an ad and our radar pops up and it's hard to jump beyond that. It's not that influencers are overrated. It's that this poor tactic that's being pushed on early entrepreneurs to sell their products through these just arbitrary ad posts, that's way overrated. That's not the easy button. That's not the path. That's not the thing that's going to change what you're doing. It's not going to really create that long-term lift that's going to build that brand. It's just not. There's no way that that's going to work. And if it does work, congratulations. That's fantastic. Will that work consistently? Absolutely not. We know that when influencers are 
highly involved, whether it's because it's, there's some revenue share or affiliate brands or because they really like the product. We know that it works because there's an access play there. There's a trust play there. But as the market has gotten more and more savvy, just pushing garbage to an audience, it works less and less. So what we're going to talk about and what we're going to get into more and more through here is finding the right people, how we present them an opportunity and how we do something together. And it's not a tactic. It's not some trick strategy. It's not some trending thing because it's not a trick. It will work forever. I've done this in B2C products. I've done it with my own products that were uh, yeah, direct to consumer. I've done it with high-end sculpture products. I've done it with fun novelty products. I've done it with tech products. I've done it with B2B and B2G products use similar strategies to this to collaboratively launch products. And that's what we're going to get into because those benefits are easy to imagine, but they're hard to realize now. How do we find the ideal influencer to work with? The person with the biggest audience doesn't win. The person with the most engaged audience does not win. I know I hear this all the time. Oh, look at how many likes and comments that they have. That is maybe going to track to sales, but no, not really. That's not really what we need. Bringing a product to market means connecting with potential customers. We need to have alignment. So when we look for influencers, we're not just going to find influencers that we can work with for free on some kind of affiliate deal or revenue share thing, something simple. And we're not just going to look at who is the lowest cost for the biggest audience because there's a couple of factors here. Somebody has a huge audience, but that audience isn't trained to buy. They're not used to being sold to. That influencer doesn't have a product at all. They don't even sell t-shirts. How do you know that they're going to convert with that offer? How do you know that they don't just have an audience that likes looking at their body or looking at their art or listening to their rap or whatever it is that their account is about? How is that going to translate into people actually making purchases, having transactions occur? I don't look for people that are just internet famous. I look for people that have audiences already trained to purchase. They're already trained to do business with them. It's important. That is a very clear clinical way of looking at it. And on the softer side of things, I look for influencers that are already contributing to the identity change that my customers are trying to achieve. So we're selling aspirational identity to people. I don't care what product that you sell. If we can connect it to transformational change, I feel like I talk about this every single week and most people are still not getting it. I don't care what you're selling. If we can lock it in to a journey that people are on, transforming their lives, transforming their family, transforming their community from state A to state B, we're going to help facilitate that change. And once we understand what they're trying to achieve, we can see all the other people that are in that ecosystem that are selling information, that are thought leaders in that space, all the other products. Those are their potential collaborators. And when we realize that this is that those people, even if they have really small followings, like 5,000 followers, right? Or they have 10,000 downloads on their podcast a month or whatever it is, they're very influential to our niche, to our community, to our tribe. And this can create massive, massive brand impact. It can change the way that our business is thought of and who thinks of it. The association with someone that is well-respected within our community is much more powerful during launch and after the launch 
than somebody who just has a ton more followers. So if you want more information on this, you've got to listen to the episodes that I have on finding market niches or finding the perfect customer avatar. It is ultra important. If you understand the journey that your customer is on, we're all going through lots of changes in our life, but we all have this aspirational identity. We want to become something. Great products and great brands help play to that change. They help facilitate that change along with dozens or hundreds of other things. We're not going to be the single point of inflection that's going to move people forward. We're going to engage a lot of different avenues, different people, different ideas, different products. Those are the brands. Those are the people that we are going to collaborate with. Those are the true influencers, the true influential people in our community. Those are the people that you need to find, not going to one of these meat markets and picking arbitrary and paying them for posts. So moving on, the art of pitching an influencer. Working with influencers means offering something of value. Paying for posts is easy, and that's why it gets mediocre results, because so many people do it. It's just here and gone. My strategy requires less money, and it actually meets the expectations of a true relationship, of what you need and what they need. Will we pay them? Yes, People will get money. They will make money. That is the objective of a business is to create some kind of impact, some kind of transaction, some kind of relationship. Generally, businesses are supposed to make money. So yeah, they will get paid. But is it a pay for play? Mm, I don't think so. I think this is a, that's a weak strategy. What we want to do is we want to do something together. How I pitch influencers and how I coach clients to pitch influencers is a little different. I want them to work with our brand. I want to do something important and impactful that's helpful to their brand as well. We create a unique offering and depending on your background, this might look pretty different. But if you're a technical person, this might be developing a product that has their name on it. It's the their edition of this. And the example that I always use is if I was running a basketball camp and Michael Jordan came along and said, wow, I really believe in your mission. You're helping people achieve these results that I want people to achieve. You're helping out youth. You're teaching them. You're teaching them the positive side of competition. You're teaching them teamwork. You're teaching them discipline. I believe in these things as well. We both believe in the mission of this transformational change. Can we make it Michael Jordan's basketball camp? Well, if you know all the technical pieces of building that business, and you need the reach, this makes a ton of sense. I mean, are you giving up some of that glory, some of that shine? I would think not because your reach is going to be a million X what it was before, but this means setting our ego aside. For my clients, since we're not launching basketball camps, we're launching product companies, this often means working with people to create limited editions, special edition versions of our product, or even new products with influencers to say, hey, I have this great idea. Look, I have a track record of developing these products and selling them. I want to pitch you this idea and have something laser focused and explain exactly how to do it. There is a training coming up that is in private community, the end hype community for exactly this. And I'm giving the specific outreach template, different opportunities that have people offer and step-by-step instructions of what to pitch and how to pitch, how to pitch influential brands and how to create collaborations. So I think this is really important as 
the advertising world changes and Facebook ads become more expensive and Google pre-roll ads or YouTube pre-roll ads become more competitive, working with brands that already have your ideal audience, that already have access to your audience is going to become more and more critical. But this is a way to grow really, really quickly without spending a huge amount of money because the concept is we share the proceeds of the sale. So I have a product, it's customized for them. We split the revenue a very specific way based on the sales of that limited edition product. I keep this engagement very tight, very specific. I might even dial it back. And this is an, as, as an example to something as simple as taking one of my products that I know their audience will love, putting it in a box with one of their products and selling it as a themed experience box. We've talked about experience boxes before, but something as simple as that, because there's no development, the only cost that I'm incurring is that of a special box and launching that. There's a couple of different ways to play it that really work well. We have used the experience boxes to contribute to charities, to raise awareness to a social cause, or just to raise awareness and share our audiences together. The themed boxes get very interesting and it's a nice way to kick off that relationship with very low ask to that other brand. Because you're basically saying, hey, you have this product. I'd like to sell it to my audience. I'd like to make you money. I'm going to do all of the work and I'm going to pay you money for it. If you have enough social proof, if you have a profile out in the community and you have a track record of offering premium products, someone is going to say yes. If they have never sold a physical product before, this might be very appealing and might be the start of a relationship where you can release product after product for them or people like them. The great part about this strategy is that you just need one. You need one person to say yes, to use it as proof to pitch the next person and the next person. And I want you to know creating complex pitch decks emails, email sequences, chatbots, follow-up programs, all those things are just annoying. You need to reach out and be a human being and just say, this is what I have. We share this vision. I think your audience would really like this. Make it clear what you're intending on doing, what's in it for them, how it will benefit their brand, and be prepared to have people say no. You just need one yes. There's no drawback in asking. You're not spending money. You're pitching. Your pitch will get better and you'll land someone to move forward. Once you have an influencer, once you have made this partnership with that thought leader, with that influential person, what are you actually going to do? How do you roll it out? This is another obstacle or pitfall that people hit because collaboration doesn't mean working with famous people to increase awareness of a struggling product. We multiply garbage. You just get garbage at scale. You don't turn a loser into a winner just because you show it to more people. It means your messaging is bad. Your product is bad. Who you're selling it to is bad. Your targeting is bad. We need to hone those things in with all of the strategies that I already have talked about on this podcast, in the community, on my Facebook streams, on my Instagram. We need to have something that is good. And we are looking for these relationships to scale greatness not to scale mediocrity. So collaborative products do not mean getting promotion just to launch some okay thing. It doesn't mean just to get somebody to get a little bit of lift on product that's 
mediocre. Collaborative product launches doesn't mean getting promotion right before the launch or at the launch event or picking up a struggling, slow-moving product. Collaborative launches means that we align with mission, we develop a product, and we create an amazing offer. This isn't an influencer marketing campaign. It is business development with leaders of our industry, with leaders of our community. What does that look like? We want people to take action. We want them to align with our brand. We want them to remember what we're doing. We want to build authority in the market by doing amazing things. So we can't just do this by pushing out garbage. So what are the steps for a perfect product launch using collaboration. First step, just introduce the collaboration. Hey, it's Callie with Red Blue Collective. I am collaborating with X. We're going to do some amazing things. Tell me what you think. What we want to do is use the power of their audience and their reach. We are priming their audience to expect something. This is a low-risk activity to start building that relationship. They're an influencer. They have an audience. The idea is to influence that audience, so we have to engage them in influencing activities. We're going to do this in a couple of ways, but that means content. That means communication. That means outreach. The second thing is exactly what we would do with any product development scenario, is I want you to actually go out and talk to people. Maybe just that core group, the brand ambassadors, the super fans of that influencer. Go out and talk to people and figure out what they're expecting, what they need, what problems they have, what they would love, and figure out what that influencer's audience needs that you can provide. This gives you an opportunity in step three to sit back and do some actual brainstorming. We want to get buy-in because we're collaborating. We're not telling, we're not doing something for somebody else. We're doing something with somebody. We're not making them do anything. We're doing this together. It's a collaborative launch. I know this is difficult for people to wrap their heads around, but if you want somebody to lazily post once or maybe a couple times and then forget about it, that's what pay to post gets you. If you want somebody to be involved and use all of the skills and talent and power that they've developed and to build that audience, we need to use what has gotten them to build that audience, which is creating engaging content. Do it manually. The next step, create posts or asks or quizzes or polls that brings the audience in to not only expect that something is coming, but to be able to vote on it. One of my favorite techniques here is to set up a landing page and have people vote and put in their email address so you can get emails really, really quickly from that audience. What would you rather see? Would you rather see this or this? What color should this thing be? Hey, we're releasing this really awesome product. Here's a general idea of it. Which feature is the most important to you? And as they vote on it, people are starting to understand that something is coming. It's kind of like promotion. It's kind of like it's priming people's expectations, but you're also getting email addresses, which said it a million times, emails are like currency on the internet. So after we have engaged people, through content. We've engaged them through asking manually, and we've engaged them at a larger portion through social media posts. We can actually develop the product and we just launch it like anything else. We soft launch it to a core group of people. 
Generally, that means for these influencer collaborative launches that the product sells out almost immediately. We then move into a reservation system where people reserve the product for a dollar or just for their email address. And then we make more or we make a second version and we release this. As you release that product, it doesn't matter if it's a single product, it's a new product, it's a theme box, it's a bundle. It gives you the opportunity to upsell and cross-sell your existing products and your collaborators' existing products as well. What I find is you're bringing a unique angle and a new product to their audience. So it's an additional revenue stream. It's a way to make their brand more connected and more helpful to their audience. And you're getting a whole new audience. Pretty simple strategy, but wildly different than paid to post, wildly different than what people expect for influencer marketing. If you'd like to go deeper into this, I am putting a lot of time and focus in building up the content and training around collaborative launches because I understand what's about to happen with Facebook ads, with social media reach, and I know that leveraging other people's audiences will become more and more and more important. It's been important for the duration of recorded human history, but for digital marketing or launching products to e-commerce or whatever you want to think of this state is right now, it's going to become incredibly important versus the golden dream that we've been living through of just buying ads and seeing sales happen. I want you to think about this Think about the important people that are in your community, respected by your community, and how you can serve them to serve your potential customers at that next level. How you can grow your business by doing something amazing, doing something special to stand out. Who would those people be? Write them down. Write 10 down. Write 20 down. Think what you can build with them, how you can release it, what that would do for you. For any business There is a collaborative partner that would double the size of their business if they did a project with them or 10x the size of their business. Really put some thought into this, how to do it authentically, not like some scumbag, but with the spirit of actually serving someone and creating a real iconic brand. Thank you. I appreciate you. My name is Callie Keen, and this has been End Hype.